Hey everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Bull City Soccer Show. I am your host, Zach Leichner, and we have a very special guest with us today. It is the co-founder and head coach of Tobacco Road Football Club, Cedric Burke. Now, Cedric talks to us about what it is like being a head coach in the PDL and what it is like running a club in the PDL. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Bull City Sock Show. That is Bull City SOC Show. Maybe you have a question that you want to get answered on air. You can do that. You can send us questions to our Twitter account and to our email at bullcitysoccershow at gmail.com. That is bullcitysoccershow at gmail.com. And make sure to tune in to Soccer in Sweet Tea for more coverage of all the teams here in the Carolinas. Hey everyone, thank you for joining in. Um, I have a very special guest, Cedric Burke. Cedric, thank you for uh, coming on the pod today. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Um, so let's go ahead and dive in with some questions. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your background with soccer and how you uh, got into the game? Sure. Well, I, I started off like uh, most kids playing a little bit of everything you know I, I played baseball growing up mm-hmm. um, soccer basketball um, ran a little track and I just you know my parents didn't come from a soccer background you know they just encouraged me to be active and you know kind of threw me out in the field with the rest of the six-year-olds where everyone just ran and chased the ball mm-hmm. and had fun and, and and really I just continued playing sports throughout my youth and and soccer kind of stuck. You know, I had a few injuries that um, chance would have it. I couldn't play other sports and was able to focus more time on soccer during specific uh, seasons. And I, I was fortunate to come up with a um, really good crop of local guys that we were able to play together um, through the, at that time, the Durham and Chapel Hill Strikers organization, mm-hmm. uh, which has transitioned into Triangle United and really had a really good rivalry with a lot of the at that point, they were the, the green caps and red caps, but the, the castle clubs. And, you know, getting to high school was fortunate enough to be coached by Elmar Bolovich, the head coach over at Carolina. Mm. And I think he really groomed our group for, uh, one, to prepare for college, but to, to, to really love the game and uh, develop our skill set and, and just have fun playing. And so played uh, competitively. Um, Obviously, through high school, um, played at Duke, and have remained active in the local soccer scene since. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, the other day on uh, Soccer and Sweet Tea's Amateur Hour, uh, Chris talked to Seth about kind of how, in an adult league, how he kind of met you, and then y'all kind of came together to form Tobacco Road from what it used to be. So, kind of, can, can you uh, tell everyone kind of what it was like to kind of take over an existing club and kind of transform it and join the PDL and, and everything like that. Sure. Uh, that was actually, that was a really cool process. So I played, so the, the original iteration of our club, Tobacco Road FC was called Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was formed in the early two thousands uh, by, by a group of uh, kind of local soccer pioneers who've been tremendously active in the adult scene. Um, I, I joined the team about a year, a year or two after its inception, mm-hmm. and the team really became a home for the top unsigned professionals in our area, the um, 
local kind of collegiate standouts and and just those who were good and wanted to play at a, at a high level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the club, uh, we were together for a decade and um, really we're very fortunate to, to have a lot of good players, um, a lot of guys I consider lifelong friends, a lot of guys who are still actively involved in our club today. And most importantly, we won and we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And we won in pretty dominating fashion. There were seasons where, you know, we would get scored on a couple times a year. And and really, I think a lot of us during that era always had the thought process of, and we did a lot of, we did state cup and regional tournaments and uh, more fun type activities. But with the group we had, uh, we had a lot of guys who had played at a very high level professionally and were back in the area and always thought we could do more with this club. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's club transition with different sponsorship, different leadership over the years. At one point, we were uh, called Telepathic Graphics. And then uh, Seth moved back to the area. Um, Seth and I are, you know, didn't know each other growing up, but uh, grew up down the street from each other and know plenty of players we both played with, so we were very familiar with each other. And Seth actually came back with the mission of creating a team to beat us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't go. That didn't go too well. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I always admired Seth's passion from afar, and, and we knew a lot of the same guys. And you know, some guys that had played for our club in the past were playing with his new group. And and really, him and I just started having conversations, and, and we realized that we had um, very comparable ambitions in terms of growing the game of soccer in our area. But most importantly, giving back um, to an area that's given us so much, and giving back to the game, and and really creating a platform, the game can be very political, mm-hmm. and we want to create a platform where the best players would play, regardless of background, regardless of if they played in college, what college they played at, you know where they're from, and, and we just wanted to create a platform where guys from this area specifically could be showcased, and we could really show a broader area, a broader audience rather, you know mm-hmm. what we have in this area in terms of soccer. So. You know, we decided at that point we were going to pursue uh, the semi-professional route. Uh, we did have some local hurdles in terms of previously established teams and 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 uh, areas we could compete in and areas we couldn't in terms of franchises. And we worked very hard for a couple of years and eventually were awarded a franchise in the National Premier Soccer League, uh, which we debuted in two years ago, and had a had a pretty good season. Uh, gained a lot of momentum. Momentum had a ton of players and local support from our area, and we're fortunate enough to be approached by the PDL um, following that season. And we were able to work out a deal to transition from the National Premier Soccer League to the Premier Development League. And most importantly, uh, we're able to do it in a fashion where uh, several teams, uh, the Myrtle Beaches, the NCFCs who were in the National Premier Soccer League with us were came over as well, and we were able to form a, a regional conference, uh, which is which is important for the players we attract. Um, you know, a lot of our players are in summer school and have internships, so everything's regionalized in terms of um, local rivalries, and we really compete with the Myrtle Beaches, the Charlottes, the Virginia Beaches, the Wilmington. I mean, you know our conference. And, mm-hmm. And so that's really been our story. So we've had a lot of fun and I've made a lot of great relationships and have been fortunate enough to provide a platform for 
lots of very qualified local players to showcase their talents. And we're starting to see a lot of momentum uh, in the overall community. And I think the focus on this year is to um, obviously compete and, and win on the field, but, but to continue building our brand in the community and, and which will afford us the opportunity to give further opportunities. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, being the head coach at the PDO level is something that's very hard behind the scenes. So what can you tell everyone that, you know, like what, what, what makes being a PDO coach that much harder, I guess, than being a coach at the college level or USL or MLS level? Well, sure. Well, I can only speak to the PDL level because I've never coached at the college or the um, you know professional level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that the PDL environment is unique in that one, we're only together for two to three months each summer, mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> a lot of leagues are are, are, are more of a year-round scenario, and you have um, years in terms of, of, of recruiting a certain type of player to fit a system. You know, really in the in the PDL. Those elements exist, but it's really about bringing a group together as quickly as possible. Um, we're fortunate enough at this level that all the players we're getting, um, we're not going to make them better players. You know, they're already very good players. That that isn't our role. Mm-hmm. Our our role is to bring them together together to provide a professional environment for them to develop, and then send them back to their supporting institutions ready for preseason. Mm-hmm. And Obviously, the goal is to win a few games in between. So, uh, us specifically, we're very fortunate in the area we're located. We have the the Dukes, the Carolinas, the North Carolina State, the UNC Wilmingtons, and you know, we're blessed with a lot of high level talent in our area. And so, the recruiting process um, is a little bit easier in terms of building those relationships and and, and providing platform. But I think the real challenge is just bringing the group together as quickly as possible. Uh, we've traditionally in our first couple of years have um, really hit our stride midsummer and finished off as one of the strongest teams um, you know, in our conference, if not, if not region. Mm-hmm. And so really the focus on this summer with the, the, the collection of talent we've brought together is to, from day one, you know, we, 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 whatever their college allegiance are, you know, wherever they're coming from, for them to trade that for Tobacco Road FC jersey and, 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 and really buy into that mentality from day one. So I, I'd say that would be the biggest challenge is you don't have a lot of time to get by it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, being in the, the one, I think one of the toughest divisions in the PDL, you know, what, type, uh, what games are you looking forward to um, the most this season? Well, you're exactly right. I, I would say... We're in the strongest, uh, definitely one of the strongest divisions in the country. And there, there really aren't any off nights. You know, I'm looking forward to every single game. Um, obviously, Charlotte won the national championship last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, we, we had very competitive matches with them, uh, beat them in our final match last year. Uh, NCFC is obviously our, our, our next door neighbor, tremendous rivalry there. Myrtle Beach, we go back several years with. We've got the new team out of Virginia Beach coming in. Expect them to be competitive. Uh, the Dynamo and Greensboro are always going to be good. Mm-hmm. So there, there really isn't a night we can look at and say we're going to have an off night. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up, you know, what was your favorite club or 
in, in your coaching now, you know, whose like team do you look to and, you know, you try to replicate that type of style in your coaching right now? I love the Spanish teams. I think from a, just a, a purist perspective, they, they play the game in a, in a very aesthetically pleasing way. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, if I had to highlight a team, it'd be your Barcelona's. Mm-hmm. Uh, just their, their style of play and the passion they play with. It's infectious. You know, you, 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 you have to hold each other accountable in that type of system, you know, because if it, if one guy isn't uh, where he needs to be, isn't moving off the ball, if one player isn't accountable to his teammates and doesn't provide the correct cover, especially in advanced type of systems being playing these days, everything breaks down. Uh, we like to play a very exciting style. Um, formationally, the uh, last couple of years, we've played a, a variation of a 4 2 3 one We have the personnel this year to tweak with that a little bit. You know, I don't want to give away our, our, all of our secrets <laughs> before the season, but, but we, 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 we love exciting players. We press um, very high, and we, we provide a lot of pressure from our forwards, and we really want to put the team we're playing on their heels. Uh, we like to attack through our wingers. So we like to play an exciting style. You know, again, this is a very short season. These guys are giving up their summers to, to, to make themselves better players, and we want them to have fun. We want them to play as much as possible and enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. So um, last year, um, there were some challenging places to play. I know home games, uh, Wilmington last year was, I know, very hostile within the fan within the stands, and uh, the Charlotte game at home was also pretty hostile. But um, going to Myrtle Beach, you know, they, they – do something a little different there that maybe not all the fans know of. So, you know, what might be the hardest place to go in and have to have to play a game at? Uh, Myrtle Beach is definitely a challenge. Uh, they, they usually put the the uh, quartet right behind us, mm-hmm. usually with a guy blowing a horn right in my ear. <laughs> and they've, they've had a lot of success. You know, that's a great club. We're, you know, we're very close to the ownership group and, um, they have very respectful and talented players. I think quite a bit of their club. That, that's a great atmosphere down there. I love playing there. Um, Charlotte's also a good atmosphere. They get a very good turnout, very passionate fan base. I, I think at this level, what you really see is the passion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because these rosters turn over quite frequently every summer, mm-hmm. you may not have the identification with a particular player. Um, so a, a lot of these fans are, are truly in it for the love of the game. You know, and, and and they want to support their local club, and and that's one thing we're obviously very passionate about is expanding local rivalries. So there, there's a lot of fun atmospheres. If I had to put uh, two in our current conference, kind of the top of the pedestal, it would be Myrtle Beach and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, Dynamo, Dynamo is actually a very good atmosphere as well. I mean, that's a, that's a very passionate fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the new USLD three coming in next year, you know, what, what do you, uh, what are your thoughts on the new third division league that's going to be coming in? I think it's a great thing for soccer. I think you're, you're truly starting to see some clarity Mm -hmm. in terms of the official professional soccer pyramid in our country. And my hope is that it would one day lead to a pro rel type of situation, Mm -hmm. you know, where you can, you know, there's a lot of, uh, the financial ramifications and aspects of that that would have to be overcome to create an equal playing field. But I think it's great. I think it's great whenever you can expand the base of professional soccer, but do it in a way where you're maintaining certain minimum standards. 
And especially with, you know, USL3, um, it is, you know, obviously flowing right under USL. And there, mm-hmm. there's the there, there's just a, a pedigree of professionalism there. So I love the clubs they've selected. Um, you know, they've, they've um, given us quite a bit of their game plan in a lot of our owners' meetings and whatnot. And uh, they have a strategy and they're executing on it. And I think it's a very good thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's probably the number one thing that you're looking forward to most this season? Uh, the camaraderie. I just love being with the guys. You know, a lot, a lot of these. You know, I'm I'm a players coach. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have a lot of fun with the guys. You know, we don't take ourselves too seriously. We want them to have a good time. We want them to, you know, police each other and hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just love bringing a group of, of young men together who are passionate about a, a common goal and, and seeing that fire and enthusiasm in their eyes and, and, and working with them to channel that to something productive. So the camaraderie, um, I'm very excited about the talent we're bringing in. Um, and, and as I'm telling the players on paper, we're very good, but that means nothing right now. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting for me to take what we have on paper and work along with our our coach, coaching staff and supporters to really create something special. So um, leading off of that with, you know, having so far a pretty good roster on paper, what is something that uh, you can tell the fans that they can expect? Well, they can expect soccer at an extremely high level. Um, all of these guys we ha- we're having, uh, we're having play with us this summer. Uh, they're all studs. You know, they're all um, have played at a very high level. And they're all very – what I love the most is they have their own goals for the summer. You know, we don't have to create their goals for them. Mm-hmm. Many of these guys have professional aspirations, and they're going to leverage the summer to maximize their individual opportunities. Uh, many of these guys are coming from very good colleges who are going to have very good seasons next year, and they want to go back better players. Um, a lot of these guys have been coached very well. You know, So we're getting a lot of high-character – guys as well as, as as extremely a lot of soccer talent um, mm-hmm. so the fans can expect we're going to play an exciting style you know we're, we're going it starts in the back you know we're going to defend well and we're going to build from there and hopefully we're going to score a lot of goals mm-hmm. so um uh tell the fans um you know where we play and uh everything else about the club and some other little plugs that we can uh throw in here at the end of the episode sure so we play at the um historic uh, Durham County Memorial Stadium, mm-hmm. uh, very close to downtown Durham, which is a great atmosphere, um, great amenities for the for the players, um, for the fans. Uh, we we want those game nights to be special. You know, I, I remember playing under lights, and I have you know very vivid memories of of competitive games in, in that setting, and we want to afford our guys that opportunity. Uh, so we'll have a good time. You know, we need we need fans. We need support. Um, it, it, I, I can't overstate how much it means to those players to hear fans supporting them and screaming their name and screaming the club's name, and it, it just just gives you gives you something special. So uh, that's who we are. You know, we're mm-hmm. gonna uh, again bring a, a competitive fire to the field, we're going to bring a stylish level of play, and we're going to work hard, most importantly. We're going to work hard and hold each other accountable. Again, we hope that translates to the stands. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you so much, Cedric, uh, for joining the pod and being in our first episode. Um, hope to talk to you soon.
Absolutely. I look forward to some more throughout the season. Awesome. Thanks. All right. Thanks. I want to say thank you to Cedric Burke for joining me on the pod. Also, I want to let you guys know that if you can't make it out to any home games this year, that's okay because Tobacco Road streams all of their home games on YouTube. So make sure to check them out. You can find them at Tobacco Road FC on YouTube. So make sure to, to subscribe to them. I also wanted to let you guys know that Tobacco Road FC is going to have their jersey reveal for this upcoming season, May 9th at Divine's Sports Bar in downtown Durham. Um, this event would be put on by Brightleaf Battalion, and we will have more information for everyone close to the date. So uh, make sure to keep up with Brightleaf Battalion on Twitter and Tobacco Road to see on Twitter for more information. Thank you guys for listening to the first episode. I had a great time making it. Um, make sure to leave us a rating on iTunes as well when the new episodes come out. That helps us out a lot. Um, if you have any questions, make sure to send them to me on Twitter at Bull City Soccer Show. That is Bull City S O C Show. See you guys later. Bye.